Hi, welcome to In Conversation. Um, this week I'm talking to Alex Davis and you may see that we have uh, a bit of a, a nice cushion thing going on here. I've had uh, Eileen Parr, a uh, writer's little book, here in the studio doing a series and I'm just taking this sneaky opportunity to <laughs> just have a bit of a chat to Alex about his social media. Mm -hmm. So Alex, just tell me a little bit about um, who you are, what you do and... Um, then we can start talking about yeah, technology. Yeah, absolutely. Well, say so for me, I'm a freelance literature organiser, I suppose. I don't know exactly what to call myself, because there's about five or six different threads uh, to my work. I teach creative writing in a number of different uh, different locations. Um, I organise literature events and festivals. I copy edit and proofread. Um, and I write also, uh, not as much as I would like, because I'm doing all these other things. But uh, I've published writer about 30 or 40 short stories and poems to date. So if, it, if it's got literature in it, I'm probably going to be somewhere lurking around a man of many literary talents <laughs> i do my best yes yeah <laughs> so in, t in terms of you know writing pen and paper mm -hmm. that's something that you will have had your hands on when you were quite young yes, so yes, yeah. where has the transition come for you in where technology enhances mm -hmm. what you do you know when was you know when did you move did you have a typewriter i had an electric typewriter which which came was a was a gift from my nan which, uh -huh. which was it was lovely to have something electric the difficulty was it had a screen about sort of yay big <laughs> um so you could see about three words at any given moment so you had, uh, the editing process was an absolute yeah. nightmare uh but that was one of the very earliest ones i had after that i had an amiga 500 plus with an extremely uh, basic word processor and a dot matrix printer. So this was this was my first um, my first time really getting my getting my poems and my work um, at, printed out and on on, on a t in a technological being able to, to print actually it was quite a major it was quite a big deal yeah it was it was you know it was before I, I think if you were writing before you were yes. either typewriter and it always mm. looked mechanical yeah yeah whereas, yeah, yeah you know that that mm, printer mm, mm, so mm. there's technology that's that you have helped yes. take you along. Yeah. What about sort of the internet? Oh my What's... word! Yes, God bless it. God bless it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, for, I mean, for a writer, the internet's an absolute godsend. As a lot of people say to me about research, and as a lot of people say, how do you research a book or a story? It's all at your fingertips. This is the thing that we have now that we that we that writers of many years ago never had. Is if I want to set a story in a particular location, or I want to find out something about how you know the police deal with a certain type of thing, that all that information is out there. And actually, for particularly for people like historical writers crime writers that is just an absolute godsend to be able to get the information at your fingertips that's made an absolute world of difference to to many writers out there um, I say for me in terms of the writing side of things it's also how much it's connected people and you know I look at my my Facebook friends and my Twitter followers and it is a real community uh, of writers of publishers of uh, editors of all people who are involved in literature in all sorts of different ways mm. um, in in the field that I'm, I'm most closely associated with which would be mm. science fiction fantasy and horror and I say there's a real community there which is now finding a, a voice um, online you know as a real kind of entity as a real group which is fantastic yeah. to see. So there's that way to say you mentioned Twitter mm, and Facebook mm, mm, mm. only sort of particular writers communities that are on on the web I will say for the, for the patch that I'm that I mainly mainly focus on. Um, I mean, there's a very good website for things like the British Fantasy Society, the British Science Fiction Association. Okay. These all have really good websites, um, good active Twitter feeds, um, other websites. I reckon things like Ansible. If you ever want to find out what's going on in the world of science fiction, 
uh, and sport.co.uk is a great, great place to stop off. Um, there's a whole host of information out there. And I think what's great is actually a lot of, and it probably wouldn't surprise you, but a lot of science fiction fans and, and authors in particular are very early adapters, which is not entirely surprising. <laughs> they should be interested in technology and the first ones to it. Um, so you tend to find, I say particularly in that field, I think, I think there's, there's a lot of authors in that sort of area have, are kind of are a bit sort of one up on, on mm. writers in other patches maybe. Um, but I mean, there are, you know, like someone like Neil Gaiman, who's got over a million Twitter followers mm. nowadays. It's absolutely uh, a phenomenal achievement, you know, in, in its own mm. right. So. so did you, um, so what sort of Twitter journey have you had? When did you start for yourself or did you start because you wanted to follow someone? Um, I, I started for, I started for myself initially and then I think it took me to be honest it took me a long time to get on with Twitter I must admit I was a bit of a Facebook fanatic when for quite a while and then I got onto Twitter and I thought you can't do anything with 140 characters. I had this real kind of resistance when I first got on there. <laughs> as a writer, yeah, I exactly. I want, I want to express myself. To. Yeah, so I, I had this sort of, yes, this initial reticence. Um, and then it was the more people I started to follow and the more I saw of what other people were doing, I thought I can, I'm starting to see what this is used for. And I think to say for Facebook, I think it's a very different thing because you can go a day or a few days without putting anything up and you're not going to lose any friends mm. or no one's going to stop take an interest in what you're doing. I think on Twitter, it just has to be that much more regular. And again, the most successful writers on there that I that mm. I see and, and, and uh, so a lot of people that I follow, they're tweeting multiple mm. times daily, yeah. if, you know, and they're, they're, they're in conversation with each other um, on a whole number of different matters. So I think it's, mm. that was why I, I suddenly realized that actually what you need to be doing is talking about what you're doing, talking about things you have coming up and, and, and linking to things. And the same mm. for me, that was the first point I actually got a blog was to say, oh yeah, actually, if I have a blog, I can link to Twitter, link to my blog from Twitter, mm. and then all of a sudden I can say an awful lot more in yeah. 140 so characters. So rather than feeling very limited, and it comes yeah. as a way to reach other mm. uh, other mediums that, I'm, that you're able to post a bit more in. So I think it, it was mm. it was a slightly difficult journey, the Twitter yeah. journey, uh, <laughs> but it's something I feel like I sort of got there eventually, mm. and, and now sort of starting to accrue sort of followers, and and I have used it as well for for individual events. So there's the, I've got Twitter accounts that are focused on particular activities that I'm working mm. on so it's a way to update people about what's going yeah. on with those so, it's, so there's a sense of you using um, Twitter and social media professionally mm. I mean as, as a writer you're you create characters you define mm -hmm. characters mm -hmm. you also have your own identity as a writer professionally yeah. and personally how how do you deal with your own persona online um, I think I think the, the big challenge for us something I often say about writing is a lot of it is soft sell I think a lot of writers are not on there talking about their books every day or saying my book's out, this is what happens in my book. I think a lot of the time there's a lot there's this concept of you buy into the writer as a as a brand or as as an entity. And I think if you like something that someone says, if you like an article that someone's written, if you like someone's viewpoint on a certain thing, what you're finding now is there's a good chance people are on the back of that going out and buying books. Mm. So it becomes a, a sort of a a year round marketing tool as i think a lot of people used to think well you promote yourself when your book's out and you don't the rest of the year i think where twitter and facebook have really changed that is the fact that they are say that what they're trying to do is get people to buy into what they what they do and who they are i say beyond beyond the books beyond what they write beyond what their subject material might mm. be if you go to, say if you see someone online who writes a really interesting blog or even if you go to an event go to a panel and someone says something you think yeah that's really interesting that's really good again that can just I mean, I've seen that happen at a lot of events people will come out of a panel author they've never heard of liked what they said 
go and buy the book. This mm. happens all the time at events when you when you're live in that way. Mm. So it's it's something that I think has made a, really change the way that writers market themselves and, and present mm. themselves. And like yeah. I say, you're obviously you're you're getting a very public yeah public persona, a public entity when when you do put yourself out there on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. And I think you have to be, I suppose, sort of careful. Oh, no, careful is perhaps the wrong word, but I think you want to present the right sort of persona. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's an important so thing to bear in mind. Facebook and Twitter. One thing we've not mentioned in terms of professional is mm. is LinkedIn. Do you yes. have any engagement with LinkedIn? Not not so much. Not as yet. Yeah. I, I was I was saying I'm not I'm not the greatest of. Um, sometimes I, I, I say I'm a bit slow to catch on. I think this, I would say that I get there in the end. I say for Twitter I had the same thing. For Facebook <laughs> I had the same. I kind of go, what is this? And I sort of look yeah. at it for a bit and think, okay, what am I doing with this? So LinkedIn again. I have I have an account on LinkedIn, but I must admit I don't think I've ever actually been back in it, uh, having set it up. So I, th I think um, for me I say I'm very much a blogger, very much a Twitter user, very much a, a Facebook user, very active on all those fronts. But uh, LinkedIn is one I I need to uh, I need to get up on. Myself. It's exploring, isn't it? All this it's, new yeah, stuff oh, is a point of discovery and, yeah, and with yeah. your own writing as mm. well. So you have a, a blog, which mm. is just tell us the link to your blog. I've got a number of well, a number of different <laughs> blogs. The main <laughs> one I'm using at the moment is my uh, is my new event blog, which is edgelitderby.blogspot.com. Um, Twitter, you can reach me at at alexdavis1981. Facebook, uh, obviously, is just Alex Davis. You can come and find me there and hunt me down should you wish to do so. Um, so yeah, do, do like to, do like to get out there. I think for me, it's been as an event organizer as well. It's been a godsend. It's such a great way to reach people who are interested in what you're doing, reach people who would like to come along to things. And again, just for people to spread the word um, mm. almost on your behalf. You know, yeah. you see all these retweets going out and people liking your statuses yeah. on Facebook, and you think, yeah, this is this is something you can see it. You can yeah. see it working and you can see I it in action. I think with events or with um, a readership, mm. you are developing an audience. I think yeah. that's something that more and more with, yeah, with the web absolutely. you're able to do is build mm. and mm. talk to your audience in that's ways it. that you could never before. That's it, exactly. Well, Alex, thank you so yeah, much for um, joining me in this conversation. Mm -hmm. No problems at all. And um, thank you for, for watching.